Welcome to Digital Marketing Musings. Each episode, we choose a different expert to discuss the latest and greatest in digital marketing. Today, we're sitting down with Vanessa Cooper and Alyssa Lisi to talk about travel trends that we are seeing ahead of a huge wave of anticipated travel this summer. I'm Gaia Reed. And I'm Andrea McCartney. And this is Digital Marketing Musings. Thanks for tuning into Digital Marketing Musings. Today, we're joined by Vanessa Cooper and Alyssa Lisi, who are going to give us insight into trends that we're seeing in the travel industry. Vanessa is a senior director at Merkle and brings more than 20 years of experience on the client side, leading e-commerce marketing efforts for a major U.S. airline, and on the agency side, partnering with digital clients in a variety of industries, including travel and hospitality. Alyssa is a SEO account manager at Merkle, where she has worked across a variety of clients in the hospitality and high-tech industry over the last three years. Welcome to our show, Vanessa and Alyssa. Thanks. It's great to be here. Thanks for having us. Cool. So at the time of this recording, over half of U.S. adults have received at least one COVID vaccine. And we're anticipating that this is going to start preparing consumers to return to pre-pandemic travel and consumption habits, particularly when it comes to visiting local restaurants, entertainment, and shopping venues. While we're seeing these changing consumer behaviors, we also wanted to add a disclaimer at the top of this episode that there are many variants to the COVID-19 virus, which have been affecting the U.S. and other countries. Some U.S. locales are going back into lockdown as a result, and the trends that we're discussing at a national level right now may be different at the local level or may change heading into the summer. So Alyssa and Vanessa, set the stage for us. Uh, COVID obviously had a huge impact on travel over the past year. What trends are we seeing at the forefront of the recovery and leading into 2021 or summer of 2021? Well, Andrea, you are so right. Travel is definitely um, one of the top industries at the list that have been affected by COVID, unfortunately. But I think the good news is that brands are starting to rebuild and they're starting to recover. And if I'm thinking about what is the biggest trend this summer is that travel is actually happening. We haven't seen that for months and months. It's been slowed to a crawl um, or even to a standstill. And um, airlines, hotels are you know, starting to see some really good momentum starting. I don't wanna overstate it, but it's starting um, as, we, as we look into summer. Yeah. And as Vanessa said, travel is actually happening, which is interesting. Um, was looking at some statistics and looking at people's travel sentiment last year versus this year. And last year in 2020, there was a lot of travel shaming going on, which was a trend where people were kind of talking or interested in how people were traveling and not coining it as safe. Um, so last year in 2020, actually 67% of people would often judge others for traveling um, before it was considered safe and people would be monitoring and not posting certain things on their own social media to avoid being travel stained. Whereas now as we move into 2021, over 60% of people want to travel more than they did in 2019. So it's just interesting to see how much over a year the sentiment around travel has changed. I know personally, I'm still even a little anxious about telling others of travel plans. So I, I definitely understand that 
consumer behavior. Um, How much are vaccine rollouts and lifted state restrictions affecting this? That's a great question and certainly a timely one. I think if you had asked me that question, Gaia, um, the beginning of this year, I would have had a different answer for you because what we were seeing um, early part of this year was that there just wasn't enough comfort level in vaccines. Not enough people had had them yet. With so many questions, right? How long will this vaccine keep me safe? Is the vaccine itself safe? Um, you know, can I get the vaccine and not transpire the the virus to other people? Um, and then there are the financial aspects of it too. I think a lot of people just were really hit hard over the past year, and I I think vaccines or no vaccines, that that still was kind of getting in the way, um, even with state restrictions being lifted. But the answer today is yes. I absolutely think that vaccines are spurring along um, travel dreaming, travel planning, actual booking and reserving of flights and hotels and cars and vacation rentals and just about anything you can think of, um, people want out of their houses. And I can't say that I really blame them. Um, I think uh, it's interesting to see, you know, across demographics, who is front of the line. And I know uh, when vaccines started to roll out across states, um, you know, it went to first responders, it went to older Americans. And it's those seniors that one out of their houses the most, it seems. And we're seeing a lot of interest from that age group. I was just reading something yesterday that I thought was interesting. It's a new trend called gramping. I don't know if you have heard of that. I hadn't seen that one yet, <laughs> no. but that is a, it's a skip level, skip generation trip where grandparents are traveling with their grandkids. And I love that. Oh, and you know, if you so think cute. about it, it makes sense, right? You know, if you've been cramped up in your house for the past year or so with people that you love, but people who might be getting a little on your nerves, <laughs> you may want to break out and travel with some other people that you love that you haven't been able to see in a long time. So I think that this is definitely one to watch if you are a travel marketer um, and, and see how that evolves over the summer. We are definitely seeing a lot of um, a lot of interesting data come through in our own clients here at Merkle too, along these lines. You know, as vaccine builds more confidence, we're starting to see um, better performance in our campaigns, which I think is also very encouraging. It's been interesting too, from a state by state level, um, looking more at the southeast, where restrictions have been lifted a little bit quicker than other areas of the country. Um, even though there's been like mass mandates that have been lifted in Florida and Texas, um, still there's been a lot of stores and restaurants and especially at the national level, a lot of companies and businesses that are still requiring masks, even though they're exempt at the state level. Um, so they've been more following along the CDC recs rather than looking specifically at state exemptions. But it'll be interesting to see how this continues to ch change as this week the CDC announced that there's a new mask guidance for fully vaccinated Americans. So now if you're fully vaccinated, you can go outside without a mask unless you're in a big crowd full of strangers. So it'll be interesting to see how that layers into some of the state restrictions and some of the states within the Southeast that have a little bit different restrictions than other areas of the US. 
Super interesting. And this is actually kind of brings up my next question of like, how are people deciding to travel differently or um, just now that now that they are able to maybe compared to to before the pandemic? Yeah, so what we've seen just across the past year is anybody who is interested or maybe needs to go somewhere is is you know protecting themselves in some way and they're doing a lot of research ahead of time they want to know that when they get on the airplane that uh it's been completely fumigated with some kind of really high-tech system i think we've probably all read about those things um they would love to have that middle seat next to them empty which i think we're starting to really see phase out now um, and then in hotel rooms, you know, they want to know that it is going to be a very safe experience from them from the second they check in. Um, a lot of people are looking for um, contactless check-in, um, whether that's from, you know, actually any, any travel angle, hotels, airlines, cars, um, they don't necessarily want to interact with you in the same way that they have in years past. Um, so I, I think that's definitely something that is here and is going to continue. So are we seeing people that are more prone to like want to fly or go by car or is it kind of a mix depending on like just individual preferences? I know we've seen definitely an influx in across search interests, the way people are booking and looking around road trips and staycations. That's definitely a trend that We've seen a lot throughout the last year and continuing even as restrictions start to ease. Um, there are still people that want to travel by their car and um, looking at escaping their house, but maybe somewhere close where they can get into a car and drive to. So definitely seeing a lot of people interested in traveling a couple hundred miles, not, not anything crazy um, for that road trip or staycation type of trip as well. And of the, the new trends that we've been seeing over the past year, which ones do you think are really more here to stay or stick around for, for a few years? So one right off the bat, I would say is just booking flexibility. So people want to be able to book their trip and have um, the flexibility to change um, as plans change, um, restrictions change, things change. People want to be able to edit their flight, cancel their flight, um, edit their hotel room move it to a different date. So that idea around flexi flexible booking is something that we imagine will be here to stay even post pandemic um, or as we get through more people being vaccinated. Um, and then in general too, just people looking for those outdoor type of destinations. So especially with the CDC announcing their new guidelines, people wanna be outside um, and knowing that if you're vaccinated, you can be outside in smaller settings without your masks. Um, we can definitely can, would imagine to continue seeing that stay about. Um, people wanna see national parks, different areas, things that they feel comfortable doing, but still getting that travel experience. Um, and then a, a, a one that I find really interesting, and I know Vanessa and I both got pets during the pandemic is just around pet-friendly travel. Um, people's pets aren't going anywhere even after <laughs> um, the pandemic. So people want to be able to travel with their pets, um, be able to have that pet-friendly option. So that's a trend that we definitely would expect to continue to see throughout probably the next couple of years and here to stay, just people wanting to travel with, with their, their furry friends. <laughs> it doesn't hurt that 
we're hitting right at the beginning of summer and everyone wants to get outside anyway. Um, so all of the trends are aligning. So a lot of the things that Alyssa just spoke to, I think ladder up to another key trend that is here to stay and that's domestic travel. We're certainly seeing people stay closer to home. It's just easier, you know, um, I think this first trip out of the gate for a lot of people, they wanna keep it simple. Either you're going big or you're keeping it simple. I think there's probably one of those two extremes. Um, and there was a new study that just came out from TripAdvisor actually just over the past month. It's their 2021 summer travel index. And they've told us that 67% of Americans are already planning on traveling this summer. So I think that you guys have hit it on the head that, you know, summer being outside, nice weather, um, that is definitely something that's going to keep people on the move. Um, and the flip side of that is I think we are still going to be waiting for some time to see international travel really get some legs. Um, despite the fact that the EU has now said that they're going to allow people to um, travel across their borders, they haven't really said when or how yet, but they said in the summer that that's going to be possible. Um, but we're still seeing international travel really lag behind here. Um, and I think part of that is the questions around uh, uh, vaccination passports and all of the controversy related to that concept. Um, some people are really for it. There's been a lot of concern, especially in the US about privacy issues. I think the travel industry is trying to figure it out and decide whether or not, um, even if people do go for this concept, if they can actually make it work, is it digital? Is it on paper? So many things to work out. So I think until we have some resolution there, the international travel and just the confidence, you know, behind being on a, a plane for that long, um, I think I think we have a little ways to go there. I've been seeing a lot on my Instagram uh, when you're talking about go big or go home. Um, I've been uh, <laughs> I have been seeing a lot of these breakout kind of like celebrity influencers, little comedians or TikTok stars who've made it big over the pandemic. They've been partnering with a lot of these travel companies and um, they have those programs where it's like, go travel to Italy with this person, which I think a lot of those types of programs existed before the pandemic, but it's just interesting seeing this new wave of influencers really capitalizing off of both the the large followership, but the desire to go and travel this summer. I think that layers into a trend that we've seen in regards to like revenge travel. So people like really, really wanting to make up for lost time um, and kind of going big. And we've seen that term coined quite a bit in the industry, just book your revenge travel today and get out and make your trip longer and more spectacular than maybe you would have in 2019 when we didn't know that the coronavirus was going to be a thing. <laughs> so I know we've talked quite a bit about personal travel. We haven't touched on business travel at all, and that certainly makes a, a big part of the travel industry. Um, are you seeing any trends or changes in, in this area? Yeah, so business travel is a tough one. Um, I think you know, we're, we're, so many of us are still working from home, right? And I think for a lot of businesses, they're still trying to figure out when they are actually going to go back into the office, if they are going to go back into the office, if they're even going to have an office. 
um, you know, the, the footprint of a lot of especially bigger companies could be narrowing a little bit. And I think until, you know, if we aren't in our own offices, it doesn't really give us a lot of reason to visit someone else's. Um, what we're hearing across industry experts and forecasts is that people really aren't expecting business travel to return to normal pre-pandemic levels until 2024, 2025. Wow. Which feels like a long time from now, right? Um, but I think that, you know, it will come back. I think that um, we will certainly see leisure travel gain a lot more steam between now and then, but it's just going to be a longer recovery for business travel. Yeah, I know a trend that we've seen as we kind of get a little bit more into business travel um, is just around micro and hybrid meetings. Um, so I know we've all been on numerous virtual and Zoom conferences <laughs> over the last year and a half, but slowly but surely people are wanting to get back to having meetings, although they're a lot smaller scale, usually around like 10 to 15 people. Um, they're looking to have these type of micro small meetings as well as the hybrid meetings where there are small amounts of people in person, but there's also that option to dial in virtually and be at that conference, but virtually. So as people begin being fully vaccinated and as people become more comfortable traveling, you might see more of the option of whether you want to attend the conference in person or if you want to dial in, whether for personal reasons, whether you just can't travel, um, but having that flexibility built in. We're definitely seeing digital innovation come, come to life throughout this pandemic around virtual and hybrid meetings and um, would imagine that it would be here to stay and would help close the gap a little bit in the business recovery, but also make it a little bit longer at the same time, since there is always going to be some type of a virtual option. Yeah, I think there's probably an argument to be made that um, having the hybrid model or continuing to have virtual meetings and events definitely allows for more inclusivity um, in terms of people who are disabled and it's more difficult to travel to different locations or people who have a really hard time maybe recognizing faces or remembering names. You're on the virtual meeting and everyone's name is right below their faces and you can immediately have that recall. Or um, if you have kids and it's just really difficult to organize someone to watch them while you're gone. So um, I think that's it's probably been a bit of a revolution for um, being a bit more inclusive at work. And I, I bet we're going to see some of those trends continue. How are travel companies, hotels, airlines, everyone using digital to support their efforts through the recovery? I know we've talked about general trends, but of course, we're actually here to talk about uh, digital trends ultimately as well. Yeah, of course. So I think first and foremost, travel brands are recognizing that they need to ensure that people feel safe in their space, whether, you know, it's a airplane, a hotel room, a rental car, wherever it might be. Um, so what we're seeing and what we're encouraging our clients to do is to really make sure you're continuing to beat that drum about safety. And digital is a great place to do that. So in your search engine marketing, messaging about the cleanliness of your rooms um, or the extra safety precautions that your brand is putting in place 
to make people feel safe from the second they enter your space, whatever that space might be. Um, and I think digital lends itself really nicely to these kinds of things. Um, I mean, travel has always been a really great topic for digital because it's such a visual, um, just a visual topic. And um, because of that, I think being able to showcase your beautiful space, for example, if it's a hotel, um, but you can do it in a way that provides comfort to the end user, to the consumer, showing them you know, how beautiful the pool is, but also having them see how safe you're going to make their experience. Um, and also enforcing the, you know, the ways that they're going to be interacting with you, I think is also something through digital, a, a good message to put out there. And then also just focusing your messaging and content and social media on why people actually wanna travel and where people are actually willing to travel. Um, so looking at highlighting trends and targeting popular travel types, types such as that pet friendly type of travel, the staycations, the road trips. So highlighting those within your website's content, having information on there, um, having packages curated towards the type of travel that people are willing to do, whether that be a staycation. I know people are looking to do just weekend getaways, romantic getaways. So really looking to target the types of people that are willing to travel, um, the type of travel that they want to do at this moment. And then like Vanessa said, just using visuals and videos to help tell your story. I mean, I know every single hotel and accommodations brand and Airbnb, um, they all had videos out there just showcasing the type of cleanliness that they're doing throughout the pandemic and how they are making sure that guests feel comfortable with in their experience. Very cool. Um, so kind of getting ready to, to close out our episode here, what are any last tips or tricks that you have or recommendations for brands as we're heading into the summer season uh, with knowing that we are anticipating more travel this year than we did last year? Well, to no surprise, we could imagine that things are going to continue changing. So number one, just monitoring what's going on, monitoring keyword trends, travel trends, how are people searching, monitoring the news and staying up to date on the CDC guidelines. Those are changing we would imagine they're going to continuously change as more and more people get vaccinated and just being flexible and knowing that things are going to change and making sure that you adapt your marketing strategy to how people want to travel um, what's going on in the news and how the cdc recommends people um, get ready to travel in the future and then also just monitoring reputation management um, people are planning more time traveling. Um, they want to get that revenge travel in. They haven't traveled um, to the places that they wanted to in a year and a half. So just ensure that guests are having the experience that they want. Um, so focus on your reviews and your review management and ensuring that you are showcasing the best of your accommodation, your flight, um, whatever that be, to ensure that guests are feeling comfortable as they book and as they um, gear up and get ready to travel. I think number one overall for travel brands, but also for all of us, just be flexible. Like Alyssa said, I don't think anyone can pick up their phone for an alert these days and not see something new that has come out, especially the past couple of weeks. I feel like it is just every hour. <laughs> so be flexible. Um, keep an eye on what's going on. But 
Just be nimble. You know, I think one of the beautiful things about working in the digital space is how nimble we actually can be. Um, you can change things. You can change them quickly. So have a plan A, have a plan B. Just keep an eye on um, what's going on out there and be ready to bob and weave. Definitely. That's great advice uh, for honestly everyone within marketing and life in general, I feel like at this point. All right. And that's it for this episode of Digital Marketing Musings. Huge thanks to our guests, Vanessa and Alyssa, for joining us today. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you for having us. Stay in touch and let us know what you want to hear about next by emailing us at digitalmarketingmusings at merkalink.com. Also, if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave us a review. It definitely helps others find us. And uh, please be sure to tell a friend about the episodes as well. Until next time, I'm Andrea McCartney. And I'm Gaia Reed. Bye.